if foolish elves trapped themselves in narrow mountain passes. Lovisa sighed. Her appetite for battle had been larger once. Too many dragons were dead, and her dreams were no longer haunted only by their ghosts. She saw, far too often for her comfort, the ones who would come. The brave dragons who no longer needed to be warriors. And the ones who rode on their backs. Mortal enemies become kin. She had tossed and turned all winter over such memories, and kept them to herself. The elves who would be in the passes come snowmelt did not seek a dragon to ride. They sought a dragon to kill. She would not make it easy for them. Lovisa huffed out another breath into the early morning light and lifted her wings. She had never flown skies filled with dragon-killer arrows, but in her day, she had been the finest single-wing flyer in the Veld. She would go help Barakin train the youngsters, and perhaps keep them alive a little longer. A Calling Chapter One Lily craned her neck and sighed as the road reached the top of the latest rolling hill. Still no sign of River's Bend, and if the town didn't show up soon, she was going to die of dust inhalation. She glared at Alonia. Why did your cousin have to decide to marry a farmer anyhow? Alonia just snorted and rolled her eyes. We have a whole week away from chores and lessons and you're complaining? Yes, she is, Kellen grinned, skipping over the top of the hill like it was nothing. I think we'll be there soon. Kellen had been saying that since the crack of dawn, and it was almost lunchtime. Lily eyed the dusty road ahead and the smaller tracks joining it from the left. That was a good sign. Most roads converged on a town eventually, so the more of them that joined together, the better the chances that they weren't horribly lost and a town called River's Bend better have something other than dust to welcome them. Here, Sapphire held out a canteen, amused sympathy in her eyes. Pour a little water on your face and get happier or you'll scare all the wedding guests away. Even Lily had to grin at that. If Lotus were here, that could have been her job. Sapphire didn't say anything, she just took the canteen back and quietly capped it. Missing her dragon. Lily felt bad for saying anything, but she'd wanted her friend to know that she wasn't the only one thinking about a certain peach-pink menace. One who had been left safely behind, under Afrin and Kiss's watchful eyes, because taking a teenage dragon to the biggest wedding in ten midwinters would have been the absolute height of folly. It was going to be a huge occasion. Four days of parties and ceremonies and all the food they could eat. Alonia's cousin was marrying a really rich farmer. The food part sounded the best. Inga's cooking was fine, but it was good, solid peasant fare. Lily's clan had been full of spice merchants and traders, and even if she'd been a lowly orphan, the scraps that landed on her plate had still tasted of stories and excitement, 
and lands far away. Inga would probably fall over if anyone tried to add exotic spices to her stews. Or Inga could quit, which would be even worse. Peasant food was infinitely better than food Lily had to cook for herself. She patted the last of the breakfast roll she'd tucked into her tunic. Kellen had packed their journey food, but they were down to nuts and berries and a few squirreled away leftovers, and a rich farmer's wedding was going to put those to shame. Lily sped up on her way down the hill. It couldn't be that much further. Kellen joined her, matching her short legs to Lily's longer strides. You must be hungry. Lily didn't bother answering, or looking back for the other two. Alonia had probably stopped to pick flowers for her hair again. She wanted to look pretty.